Yes, it can get hot in these uh, recording situations. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially in a, um, I, I, I don't know where I am. Uh, I don't know. You're what just room. in a, you know, a featureless <laughs> void just out there. And yeah. Not, it's, are, you, are you okay, Bruce? Do we need to? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, um, I don't know. I don't know oh what they God. intended this room to be, but oh, all I know is, is that the oh, AC doesn't hilarious. reach it. So <laughs> I forgot. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that I had the intro music still queued up. And so <laughs> we're like, talking, oh, yeah, let's go. And I start hearing it like slowly faded. And I'm like, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, is there a soundtrack to life now? Is, where is it coming from? <laughs> you guys don't have soundtracks going on all the time. I thought that was normal. Oh, God. I wish I did sometimes. say something to you and then you're just kind of like <gasps> and you just hear dun 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 yep. and then they just know yeah. that yep it's literally yep. about to go down i am about to tear you up verbally not physically because mm -hmm. i couldn't i couldn't hurt a soul <laughs> i'm physically incapable physically oh. incapable but I'll, I'll 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 mentally tear people up you know after the fact mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. As in your I mind most people do in my me yes mentally yeah in my mind mm -hmm. i think i i, I achieved both oh, through the process of um subbing to a map and uh <clears throat> i'm sorry accessing extra landscaping tools sorry through what hmm? uh subscribing to a map and then uh having the map creator be in your chat and then oh. while the map creator is in your chat you uh access uh oh. some terraforming tools oh yeah. and uh <laughs> I thought mm -hmm. I thought I heard process. I thought mm -hmm. that was um, a really weird thing. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. 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 No, it's fine. <laughs> and then you, um, yeah, terraform said map. Um, uh, yep. And create a no. uh, massive, yeah. massive flood. <laughs> and show just exactly how much you respect the topography. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Part one: respecting the topography. Yes. Uh, respect. The topography. Title um, concept. How long have you been playing City Skylines for? Out of curiosity. Since the beginning. Since it started. Of time? Since it launched. Yes. From the Big Bang? Uh-huh. That's a pretty, yep. pretty decent game. I've been wow. aware of it since then. No. Uh, no, since it, since it released. I mm. followed it uh, uh, before it released, obviously, as it was in development and whatnot, after uh, uh, SimCity oh, 2013 kind of You followed it out. in development? Oh. Yeah, yeah, just as kind of as they put out their uh, their little updates about their city builder as uh, as Colossal Order did. Uh, wow, that's awesome. Their little updates and whatnot, and I was like, okay, new city builder, and hopefully it looks like it'll be better than SimCity 2013, <laughs> something that I can switch over from SimCity 4 from. That'd be great. Well, let's see how it is. Yep. And then it came out, and I got it pretty much right away, and uh, I've been playing it ever since. Often I did not know that. I didn't know that you could follow there. it before uh, it was Yeah, released. they had... Um, 
where was it? I think uh, Colossal Order had their forums or something like that ages ago. Oh, and yeah. I was always on there. I was always, um, especially at the time, I was always looking for just new games to play, anything that was like simulation related or, um, you know, create or allowed me to be creative in some way. I was always on the lookout for that kind of thing. And, uh, and so I, before too long, stumbled across something. I don't know if it was Reddit or what that linked to some post about a new game, City Skylines. And I was like, okay, what's this all about? And I started following that a bit and, just it, it kept getting more and more interesting and i got into it it came out i bought it and i don't think i've played any other kind of city builder since i mean Just there that. hasn't really been one since in yeah, yeah i opinion. mean there's other stuff there's there's been like a couple other things there's been like um you know in the city builder kind of genre i think there's like uh anno all uh sometimes falls oh, into yeah. that okay. and uh and banished okay um, I could see that, yeah. yeah. Some yeah. people consider some of the factory building stuff um, in a in a similar category. And um, city state, and I know, and there's yeah. new city, and there's, huh, but are they really? Yeah, are they really? <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing. There's nothing that really falls into like that whole city skylines or you know old school Sim City kind of category. It's pretty much city skylines is pretty much the only thing right now. Yeah. that I would say is you know, really in the true city builder genre. The only thing I can think of off the top of my head, I'm probably forgetting something. There's so many independents and, and other games out there that I... Why is you that, can't though? can't keep track. Like, why is, it, why is this so hard? <laughs> can someone explain it to me? I feel like we need to have more, you know, choice and competition and all that stuff. And I guess it would be kind of not great if we had too many to build from and then there wasn't like one sort of unifying force or community but you know this game is old and i would like yes, and, as far and as I, games go it is and and i would really like to see what a different iteration of that would be at this point i know we talk about this all the time i it, it's like oh god it's like here we go again with the whole what's what cities <laughs> you gonna look like and i don't necessarily want to like go down that route but like <laughs> you know it's just no, it's it's i it's agree with you there's there's a lot of places that city builders could go a lot of area to explore that hasn't been there are things that players of city builders have been clamoring for for well over a decade i know uh, there's also like, like uh, multi-use zoning systems and and yeah, uh, and, yeah. you know more Mult transport oh, options man. and all uh, yeah mixed use i should say uh, oh, but there's yeah. there's all kinds of things that people have been asking about since you know SimCity 4 or SimCity 3000 uh that i remember and you know mm -hmm. there there are a lot of places that people that people could go with it and different ways of handling or you know uh transport systems different ways of allowing players to create those things. Um, there are tons of options out there, and I'd love to see them explored. Um, but I, mean, kind I think of, it's a uh, difficult genre to get into just because the simulation genres yeah. in general are often really complicated to get it to, to do. There's a lot of processing involved there in order to make things accessible to people on their home computers and their home systems. Mm -hmm. yeah. You kind of have to break things down, otherwise you wind up I think that might be where you're using supercomputers to run the simulation, and it's just 
it's untenable. I, I, I do think that might be part of the genre's problem is trying to be like a catch-all. So, like, everyone wants a lot of different things in the same game. And it's like, maybe yeah. that's not the same game. Like, maybe there are different pieces that you can break out and explore. And so, you know, I guess that's what other city builders have been doing up until now. So one could argue that city-state focuses on more of, like, the politics side. And then yep. you've got... Um, New City, which is more of like a laid back, let's just sort of uh, kind of dumb it down to its bare necessity. It's bare. Well, I don't know. I haven't really played City a whole lot, so there could be more to it than that. But in a sandbox mode, that's kind of what I felt. City Skylines is like the catch all. You know what I kind of, I was thinking about this from the last time that we were talking about this too. Kind of what I want to see is something that has um, like... I guess they call it procedural AI, where it constantly tries and generates stuff on its own, but centered around specifically infrastructure building. But you can decide what you want to focus on. Like maybe you want to focus on mass transit and like high speed trains. And so then, you know, the city basically builds itself and reacts to how you build your mass transit. And your mass transit will then, of course, respond to what's happening in the city around you as you continue to build it and you could also do the same thing for uh highways you could do the same thing for uh i don't know garbage collection maybe you just want to like this whole simulator on garbage collection <laughs> like i don't know but like or power delivery um power generation and delivery and being able to you know balance the load you know depending on things that and as this and the city isn't stagnant it'll like change and it'll grow over time or it'll shrink depending on something that happens i think stuff like that would actually be kind of interesting that's something i've certainly considered i'd love to have something where i could just you know i think you can make an entire game just about designing roads yeah yeah i think that'd be fascinating because i know i personally have spent hours and hours putting together intersections and thinking about you... uh different interchanges and whatnot for the maps that i've done and uh, in some of the city projects that i've done and it, like y you can make an entire game just on that you can absolutely find you know individual systems and base entire games on them uh just within the whole city's you know, city building simulation genre. Kind of like I'd what you've been more. doing. You because you've been making maps already for city skylines. Yeah. You could. <laughs> uh, like you could you could literally just do that. In fact, that's been probably where I've put most of my hours in City of Skylines is making maps. Yeah. You could absolutely make that into a game in and of itself. We could have a new city simulator for Moose. So it's just simulating new cities all the time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, how to start a new city. Yep, that's just the whole the whole game. Start a new city. Yep. Get it going. Good yep. Lord. Uh also Tom, I, I, I happen yes. to be browsing the the workshop here and I, I, I wanna mm -hmm. say something here. So when I go into maps here, this is this yes. actually pretty cool. Um so I go into maps and let's say I click on this beautiful most subscribed button, the you know, illustrious, beautiful, most subscribed button. I can't oh, help yeah. but notice <laughs> that um, let's let's say the top five results, the, the top five that come up under most subscribed. 
I believe three of those, one, two, three, huh, are all by Scotland Tom. Interesting. Oh, are they? Interesting. Huh. Uh, wow. <laughs> wonder how that worked out. So, yeah, that's um that's pretty awesome, eh? Like that's pretty that's pretty cool. I know for me, uh Copper Creek was the first map I ever played when I came over mm-hmm. from console to PC and that was a recommendation from Imperial Jedi. Um I think he still um at least for the most part I I I know as far as like even as recent as this year uh, that he's still kind of thrown that out as like a good like if a beginner comes in and says ah oh, you got any map recommendations copper creek seems to be sort of that go-to uh, i know for myself if a new player comes in that's the one i'm recommending um but yeah i thought it was really cool to see to see so clearly um yeah clearly you're good at that what you do <laughs> you know, you're Thank good you. at the map making um, and i'm super flattered that like copper creek is so <laughs> such a highly recommended map Oh, yeah. Like, I never would have expected it. But now, <laughs> like, kind of thinking back on it, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's not it's not bad for, a, you know, a first-time player who just wants to get in but yep. doesn't necessarily want to use the uh, the default maps or anything like that. They want exactly. to get something. And so, and yeah, because it's it's generally pretty flat. Yeah. It's reasonably easy to build on, and it, it basically offers everything that a beginning player would want. Yeah, it's not exactly what I had thought. I didn't even think about that when making it, but it just kind of happened and I'm glad it did. So does that then like that process like, yeah, because it's definitely beginner friendly um, and even for experts too. like there's just a lot that you can sort of do with it, you know, regardless of how long you've been playing. But does that ever come into the mind when you're sitting down creating a map? Does it ever cross your mind on accessibility to beginners? Or is it you're just building uh, based on an idea, regardless of uh, sort of accessibility? These days, when I sit down to start a new map, I will try to think of both those things, but I'll think of them at different times. The first thing I will go into a map now uh, thinking is I I have to have some sort of idea. It's got to be based on something like it could be anything from a real location uh, that just is inspiring to me or just some concept, some nebulous concept in my brain that I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd like to do something like this. Um, the most recent map that I have not released that I probably should, when I have the time, get off my butt and actually release it. It's called Foxtail Creek. Wait, no, Foxtail River. Was it? It's been a while since I opened the file. I'm pretty sure it's Foxtail River. Um, There's a fox, a tail, and a river in it somewhere. Yep, yep. It's um, the idea that I started with for that map. It's a heavily river-based map, and I just thought, you know, I want a really realistic, like, winding rivers in this map. And so I found a bunch of, like, satellite imagery of rivers that I liked that I thought might kind of blend together. I took that. I... I outlined those uh, riverways in Photoshop. I brought that into just a height map, just with the this outline of a river that I had put together, and dropped that in, and I built a map around that. And that's where I started. But then, on top of that, as I start to build out that map and flesh it out, I start to think, okay, well, I've got a starting tile here. The starting tile everybody's going to start here. 
I mean, unless you're in a, a super advanced builder and yeah. you just like go whatever, like just about everybody is going to start on this starting tile. So I need to make sure that no matter who it is, they're going to enjoy building on it. So the starting awesome. tile is generally going to be, in my uh, thought process, more geared towards beginner players with maybe some little bits on the edge, uh, you know, here and there that more moderate to advanced players might, mm -hmm. you know, might like to keep them interested. You know, but for the most part, it's going to be relatively flat um, and it's going to have everything you need to start a city. And but then as I move out from that, I'll start thinking about, OK, well. How what kind of decisions do I want make players to make as they continue to expand their city? Because at the end of the day, this isn't just some art project. This is a game that people are going to play and they got to have fun with. So mm -hmm. the. As people expand out, and I kind of take this from a vanilla player's uh, perspective, as they expand out, they're going to open up one tile and then another tile and another tile. What makes one tile more interesting than the next one? Ooh. You know, does this one have a big interchange on it that people are going to want access to in order to, you know, you know, manipulate that, change that, and change the traffic. Or maybe there's a more interesting, you know, bluff or something like that where you could build a cool residential area on it. You know, maybe there's a resource over on this other tile that they might want to expand into to, uh, you know, if they're more industrial. Um, interested in building an industry of some sort. Maybe this tile has uh, the uh, better access to the coastline and that's where they want to you know, start building their seaport or that, that kind of thing. And so I try to apply that kind of thought process to each tile as it expands out from the start tile and go, what makes this tile interesting for the player to expand into it? And I try to give, give options to different types of players. And so that's kind of my thought process as to, you know, yeah, do I start with an idea? Yeah, I do. But I also, for each tile, I kind of work with the idea that I have to figure out how the player might be attracted or, or put off from expanding one way or another. Yeah, I never thought of looking at it like that for each, because uh, I just, I, I typically just go in and uh, I know, I know Jonah does uh, similar with like the 81 tiles. So I've never sort of looked down at individual tiles. It's wherever the map looks. Yep. Like, like a city would form, right? Like, is this, is this part of the map where a city would realistically form? Okay, let's start there. And that may not necessarily be the first tile yeah that's super interesting no and that's and that's how i play too mm -hmm. uh, when i start a city i basically just unlock everything and yeah and go to it um but yeah i got you know everybody plays the, the game differently uh, and some people are going to want to play more vanilla and so exactly. you have to give options for that so yeah i have to consider well, that... that but i do try to at least make that starting tile like okay it makes sense yeah. for a city to start on this tile. yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah yeah um, and that, that would explain, too, then the pure accessibility of your maps and why uh, I mean, they, why they do so well, because it doesn't it seems like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just that that name is sort of synonymous with a good quality map. Like if I see your name on it, I know the map's going to be quality um, and the, the, the results on the Seed Workshop speak for that, um, which would explain it, too, if you're diving in to make sure uh, or like your approach to it would definitely explain why so many people are drawn um yeah drawn to your maps uh, or find them accessible regardless of how they play the game well 
And you say my name like means quality, and I'm like, okay, well, cool. I <laughs> super appreciate that. But like my first maps, the first maps that I, I released, like Boulder Rapids and uh, Powhatan Valley and Tanasi River, I don't really like those maps. Like they look all right. But I don't think they're particularly great. They're oh. highly subscribed to maps. Yeah, I was going to say, it's funny that you say that because Boulder Rapids is literally number two most, most subscribed. So what do you like, like about them? Well, here, here's the thing. Like, Boulder Rapids was literally the first map I made. Like, mm -hmm. it's not just the first map I released. It's the first map I made at all interesting and so okay. number two on the workshop exactly. that's incredible that's incredible so here's so if you're curious what i think about how some of my popularity came about with these maps on the workshop is that i put just enough effort in mm. early on during the uh, you know after the release of the game when there mm -hmm. was not a lot of content out there. The workshop mm -hmm. was new. There weren't a ton of maps or anything out there. And I just happened to put a little bit of extra effort to try and make something that looked decent and that played all right. And I said, yeah, I'll put it out there. And so because I went ahead and I did that little bit of extra effort, it happened to be at the right time where... People were just craving some sort of new content, and it wasn't there. So just being okay. that little tiny bit above the rest of the stuff there, the, the, the small selection that was there, right. gave me that extra boost. Today, right. Boulder Rapids, nobody would care. Absolutely <laughs> nobody would care about it. I don't believe for a second any, I don't believe for a second it deserves to be where it is as far as like most subscribed or anything like that. Um, but because of when I released it um, and kind of the, the nature of the workshop at the time, that's the, fair. the yeah. dearth of content, yeah. I think it got popular. And but, that's, that's just what happened. And what I would equate that to is something that was needed coming in at the right time serving a need that was not served before wow that was a lot yeah. of english and words but i hopefully it made sense but you know what i yeah. mean like i don't like sure that's it probably is right right time right map but it's kind of the same thing for anything that really not anything but a lot of things that tend to pop up it's not necessarily because they are um worlds in a way better than other stuff it's just the right time and then yeah. you know think people move on people start to make maps i know for me mm. at the time i was like i'm not releasing anything because i don't think anything that i'm making is good enough to release and so the fact that you even had the i don't know the goal i guess to just be like i'm just gonna put it out there because someone Ooh, will like it yeah. That's I more than what other people gall. were doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say that was more of a, I spent the time on this. I might as well put it out there. For, maybe somebody else will like it. Yeah, yeah maybe know. maybe a couple people. Eh? Instead of just me getting something out of it, maybe yeah. somebody else will. You know, yeah. that's, that's what my thinking was. It wasn't any right. kind of uh, uh, gall or overconfidence <laughs> or anything like that. It was just me going, I spent the time on this. Yeah. Somebody else better get some use out of the time that I've spent. <laughs> but I just mean like, but because of the fact that you thought that someone would be a benefit out of it, like that's even more than what someone like mm -hmm. me was thinking was yep. like, oh, yep. like I wasn't Same. even like at that level in my mind. Right. So 
it's still it's still a pretty good accomplishment, I yeah, would that's, say. That's that's huge, yeah. Well, I super appreciate that perspective because so often I can get just lost in my own head about well, well this is sure. what this happened and <laughs> and this is why I did this and so that's why people are like that and then but then hearing an, another perspective is always nice and refreshing and makes me feel like oh okay. Maybe, okay. maybe I did do all something right. all right. They Thank don't you. <laughs> right. bring, bring it down a little bit. It's okay. We don't have to. Okay. <laughs> okay. Also, a, um, a quick little shout out to uh, Zuri. I see Zuri C has currently favorited Boulder Rapids. You know? oh. Shout out to uh, Zuri out there. Right uh, now. Zuri if you're Thank listening. You, is, he, is he listening right now? <laughs> um, he might be. He might be. Yeah, he mm -hmm. might be. Mm -hmm. I need to it's, check. Listening. Uh, <laughs> I need to check a couple things on my computer. I'll be right back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, and um, it, it's pronounced Tennessee River, right? The uh, it is the original name was Tennessee River. Tennessee. It, okay. Got yeah. It. it is. It it is based on the Tennessee River Valley. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. But I was going at the time for. Powhatan Valley and Tennessee River. I was kind of looking at, like, uh, uh, like kind of the original Native American uh, oh. naming for those locations oh, for awesome. the locations I was inspired by, and I was I, I wanted to derive my naming from that, not just like what yeah. is it currently named right now. And so, yeah, exactly. I love so that's that. what I did for those two maps. I appreciate oh, I that. I love that approach. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I like it when people go Man, backwards and awesome. go, let's not look at the name that people named it because mm -hmm. they didn't know how to pronounce or spell it. Let's look and see what, oh, yeah. okay, that's, yeah. here yeah. we go. <laughs> it's it's really, often really, cool. really interesting, like, where names came from and yeah. how they developed and how they've changed over time. And it's just, it, it's a fun way to kind of give you yourself a little something different to work with rather than just, exactly. You know, it's the Tennessee River, or you know, it's the yeah. the Red Forest, or something like that. You know? <laughs> exactly. No, that's an awesome approach. Do you know where Mississippi came from? Uh, off the top of my head, no. Uh, I uh, could make some guesses, but I I have I know it's no hard to spell actual that, idea. That um, I assume it's probably some derivative of some uh, uh, the the way it sounded from. Uh, the native language at the dot, you know, who, you know, developed in the area, whoever's around, thing, yeah, whatever was around. But I could be entirely wrong with that. It could maybe it maybe it's a French thing. I don't I have no clue. Could be. <laughs> it is difficult to spell. You're right. Yeah, Moose. <laughs> it's one, but it's it's one of those things. It's like you know, I I enjoy finding out things like that. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh great. Well, I can look into this area a little bit more. See what I can what I can discover about it. Right. Maybe I'll find a name that way. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, I absolutely love that. It's, it's the, I would take a similar approach when I go into either naming districts, parks, even the city sometimes takes that approach as well, too. Uh, or yep. people just give it a, a meme name and, you know, sometimes we go with that. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I absolutely love, love that approach. Um, yeah. That's a, it's an awesome way to approach it. No, it's also, um, it's so cool to find out about like history and things like exactly, that. Too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like just to kind of really get learn into that. Area. Yeah, yeah, learn about an area or like I do um, my own, like some world building and whatnot on the side, some world building and writing. And um, I just I it, it's so fascinating to find out how things develop, how things yeah. build up from cities to cultures and things like that. And you just there's so much cool information out there. It's and so many different topics. So essential. Draw from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So well, it's, it's so it's essential so cool. to like life, and also if you're trying to do a realistic city in city skylines, yeah. um, you got to have oh, that yeah, lore because you got to know why things would be the way they are. Be, they're the way they are because of the way th- that they were. Yeah, more English that may not make sense, but y'all probably understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, his history informs how things are today. It's yeah. why things are the way they are today. Mm-hmm. So you know, if a road exists here now, you know, it's it's because somebody decided to build it based on what was there in the past. Yeah, and, you know, that goes all the way back to uh, not necessarily even the first you know buildings or trails that were in the area, but just the geography of the area, where the mountains were, the hills, the animal trails, the and rivers. why they look the way they do. How were they shaped by the erosion of water and and the and um, seismic activity in the area, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you you can go all the way down to hi, uh, hydrology and tectonics and all of that because. All of it, all of human development and city building and everything is based on that geography. And it's, it's so interesting to kind of go down that rabbit hole and really find out in what way the, the earth itself kind of dictated why we've built what we've built and where that is. Um, no, just it, that, that sort of leads into the, um, I know we've, we've talked about this as well too, Tom, but sort of into uh, rivers uh, or the rivers that, that you build on your map. Um, Cause I know I've reached out, in, you know, trying to figure out how to make it more realistic. Um, yep. But I know it's something that you had mentioned um, what that, that, that you're passionate about as well too, is trying to make maps with realistic rivers. And I just think it's so cool to, to think about it differently. It's not just, okay, let's draw some sort of windy, windy, you know, river on a map right like let's make it windy rivers are windy cool i've got that let me just draw this over my map mm-hmm. there's so much more that goes into why it curves where it curves the path that it takes to either the ocean or wherever it's headed um and i just found that so interesting and i definitely think that's something that shows on your maps is the rivers on on all of your maps especially uh coming into the newer ones flat rock valley uh costa forte and whitestone cove the rivers my gosh, they are <laughs> they are incredible. Well, thank oh, you. So good. Um, yeah, it's. I mentioned that like I'm interested in world building, and I have been for a number of years. <laughs> I've also been interested in maps, apparently since I was a little kid. Um, <laughs> and we'd go on car trips and whatnot, and I'd always you know point out where on the map where we were based on the mile markers on the side of the highway and all that. You know, <laughs> I've got these interests in these things, and so what. I learned when I was really getting into world building was basically how to make maps, how, why the landforms and the rivers and everything are the way they are. You know, I don't know, I'm not a scientist, I don't know all the details about it, um, but I know enough basics that I can say, okay, this this is why it looks the way it does. This is, you know, kind of how these things realistically occur. And once you get that in your head, once you know why something is the way it is, it starts to bug you when you see things that don't make sense in right. the mm-hmm. same realm. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first that was one of the first things that I noticed about I think all the uh vanilla maps put out by Colossal Order in City Skylines was mm-hmm. that I really did not like how the water flowed. They didn't look realistic. The rivers didn't work. 
the way I understood that they needed to. Mm-hmm. You know, rivers generally combine. Water likes to be with other water, and they all flow downhill. Mm-hmm. Those are the general characteristics you need to understand. And there are some little, like, bits here and there. Like, oh, yes, sometimes a river will bifurcate around, like, a little island or something like that. But there are usually reasons it does that, and it, they'll all almost always join back together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to just, there are very few places on the planet where a river will just split and go two different directions and that's it. It never rejoins. Um, but understanding that was one of the reasons why, uh, and, and noticing that was the case with a lot of the, the default maps was the reason why I started making my own. And that would always irritate I wanted me. to play on something. Yeah, exactly. It would irritate me. And I was like, I wanted to play on something that made more sense. And you could tell that the potential was there, like it could do it. It Mm -hmm. just wasn't done in that way. I mean, we're clearly demonstrating that every single day now with, you know, you know, the maps that you've done, maps that other people do, people that they do on their own, the cities that we see. It's like, it's here. So why is it not being, why is this not, you know, in the game? But, you know, at the same time, it's nice to, um, allow people to discover that it's sort of like it, it almost feels like i don't know maybe it was done it, it, the game was designed in this way on purpose to allow people to discover and unlock and make it kind of their own and it feels more like you've accomplished something when you've done that it feels a little bit better when you've done that and then when other people get to share in that and experience what you've done and kind of unlocking their own sort of potential and saying, I didn't realize that this could do this. Here we, I see this map has done it. So let me try and build on this. Wow, that's great. Now let me try doing my own thing and then just sort of further unlocking all the potential of this game. No, I, I think that's a, a really interesting to a point of view on it just because like yeah those that's what those maps those original default maps did is they yeah for me and i'm sure for a lot of other people they just kind of said okay well here's here's a couple things that you can do with the maps but now you guys you know the players can go and make your own and do what you want to do and maybe these are you know these vanilla things will give are enough to give you you know a basic experience but maybe they're not the pinnacle of you know maps that you want to see go make your own yeah that's i mean at least that's how i have to look at it uh in order to stay to stay to stay um asleep at night i guess so i'm not like overthinking about like oh god like this it could be so much better well the other thing i can think of is that the uh the water system in the game is just uh not the greatest and so they may do okay. with what they had and how they understood their systems at the time oh, when okay, they originally yeah, yeah. developed See, the game <clears throat> i was trying because... to have a good day now and we're going to talk about the water <laughs> oh my god physics yeah. in this game now uh, yep. it's, like uh... and if you if you look at previous city builder games the water yep. physics in this game is like a whole other level like that's mm-hmm. it's an improvement uh considerable improvement. this is true it is uh but man, oh man, based on how <laughs> actual water works and, you know, how it looks in a, in a real city and, and how, uh, you know, tides work, how, oh, uh, man, the, I how wish. there's a, yeah, there's all kinds of tides. issues with water and, mm-hmm. and trying to get 
specifically going back to rivers, trying to get a nice, smooth flowing water yeah. course in city skylines is impossible. Basically impossible. Um, it's as impossible. As much as I've tried, even early on, even in my first map, uh, even in Boulder Rapids, I was recognizing that, wait a second, this water doesn't work really well at all because you can make yeah. like a, you can use the slope tool and make a completely nice, even slope. If you were to do that and just make a straight channel from, you know, say the middle of the map uh, to, you know, an edge, a straight, completely smooth channel using the slope tool and put a water source at the top of that before too long, that water is going to start forming these bizarre ripples, like these huge, <laughs> like, like pulsating waves. And it's yeah. insane. And it doesn't yeah. make any sense why it happens, but it yeah. does. And so even in Boulder Rapids, I was trying to find ways to get around that. Um, and it's a, uh, it's a pretty big pain, especially if you want to make things that work with, uh, dams in this game because water sources if you add more water sources then that'll mess with what um dams are able to be created i've i've given um, up on dams in the yeah, game yeah i love I the even, idea of dams i don't even use them I, anymore yeah i love the idea of dams and and that's why i tried to work with them in boulder rapids because they were a kind of a cool new concept but in order to actually get your water flows to look decent you have to add a source here and there otherwise you got to do some really weird terrain stuff um in order to force the issue what i've resorted to and and on that side too is just because I, I i make my own maps but only i don't release any well i release two but although after hearing your all the things that you think about when you release your maps i need to go and delete them because i thought about none of those so those are probably <laughs> terrible for vanilla people but i'm um... sure there are plenty of people who haven't <laughs> thought about the things that i have and they've released perfectly good maps don't worry about it but like i i i don't do rivers in the sense that they start from a higher elevation and go down i just use the the same like you know the ocean level yep. and i just do that throughout the entire map for the most part i have tr i have i have done it somewhat recently it's been a few cities since i've done flowing water from a higher elevation to a lower one but in general mm -hmm. i just stay away from it now because i don't know it it takes too it takes too much time out of the gameplay that I enjoy, which is the actual map making and city building, it's actually kind of interesting that you mentioned the thing about um, pointing out on a map when you were younger and taking a road trip. So I, I did the exact same thing. I made maps when I was younger. I would take yep. like pieces of printer paper and I would tape them together, and then I would do like these gigantic like actual maps that I would draw by hand because I didn't have anything computer wise to make them on. I had a computer and I had SimCity, but you know, this was the original SimCity and it was a Commodore 64. So oh, yeah. limited in what yep. you could do, <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah I only those days. days. I remember those days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I, the, the whole map making part is a hundred percent, um, very, it's more enjoyable for me. And it would be nice if I could find a map that I felt um, something that I'd be able to build on. But unfortunately, the way that my brain works is the map is just as important to the lore of the city than the city itself. 
And so there's something that mentally stops me from building on someone else's map that would be perfectly 100% fine and would actually work and is a beautiful map in of itself. I don't know what it is. I just can't do it. <laughs> no, that's part of the creative process, I think. Like you want to create something. Yeah. And sometimes there's part of that. You're just like, I want it to be a certain way. But if yeah. I take something that somebody else has made, then suddenly I've got to incorporate their vision and what they've done and, and, and build my ideas off of that. And so exactly. I just want to go, I want to build the thing that I wanted to build and I don't want it to have to be any part somebody else's. It's like, I mean, it's I like I'm it forcing my, my vision to follow their vision almost. Uh, yeah, kind of. It, it yeah. kind of gets that feeling and that happens. I've, I've found that in a lot of creative endeavors. It's just like, yeah, I just want it to kind of be my thing. And it's not because I'm trying to be greedy or anything like that. It's just because, you know, I've got this idea mm -hmm. and I feel like if I've got to change it or something in, in order to uh, incorporate something that somebody else has made, that I'm not being true to the idea or the, the creative thought that I had to begin with. So are the rivers I, on your maps, are they flowing from, they're flowing rivers, like from a higher to a lower elevation throughout your map? Generally, yeah. In fact, okay. um, I'll, I'll reference even the one that's not released yet, Foxtail River. Um, that one did start out with all the river being at sea level. Mm -hmm. uh, but I still wanted flowing rivers flowing properly, you know, from one end to another, um, which having, and in this case, I have th uh, the rivers exit on, uh, have, how should I put this? They, they meet up on, on three different sides of the map. And so you've got uh, two places where the rivers kind of come in, they join in the middle, and then they exit out another side of the map. In order to actually get that water flow working properly, I still, even though I've used the um, sea level as a base, I have to put water sources on either ends and let that water and raise that above the sea level and let that and get that water flowing where it needs to be. And that's uh, that's a a whole trick in and of itself, which is a lot easier than having to just like start a river and do it only with water sources, like putting these water sources on uh, something that's already based on the sea level already is easier, but it's still mm -hmm. a challenge in and of itself. But I always try to get that water flow. I always try to get a, a river that flows sensibly. I might have to try one of your maps, like the Flat Rock Valley one. That looks really that nice. One yeah. I like Flat Rock Valley. That's that was one the, of my favorite ones. Yeah, that was the one I believe that um two dollars did uh Shishwan uh province on. Yeah, Flat Rock Valley. Yeah. Yeah, Shoot. which was which was I really, really cool. One. There's, yeah, it's I, from... I try to catch I try to catch everything that uh that people do a series on or something like that. Yeah. And I, I must have missed that one. Yeah, it's from um well, no, it's recent-ish. Yeah. Um recent-ish. Um, not, not his most current, he's had, a, I believe like maybe three series past that, but yeah, Flat Rock Valley was, uh, the one for, uh, yeah, that, that $2 went with and that, awesome. yeah, that map is wow. <laughs> um, did you ever find out what from industries is in the map or no? Sorry, what industries? Oh, cause it was saying that there's something in the map from industries DLC. Oh, oh, um, no, I couldn't figure that out. Uh, Flat Rock Valley, I had a I had a difficult time with because when I originally released it, I had 
mass transit highways and roads on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. And some people made a made some comments about it, like, "Oh, could you do it without without the DLC?" I was right. like, "Okay, I'll I'll do that." And so I went in, I made some changes, I changed around everything that that I could tell was DLC. Uh, and then I released it again, and everybody started having problems with, uh, like it just loaded up as a blue screen. Uh, so it, oh. you, like you've got nothing, uh, which which means that uh, something like a network was missing. Uh, okay. And and I was like, okay, what did I do? What? And unfortunately, it had worked for me. But what I then had to do was, but I basically, I saved over everything, which was dumb. And so I saved over everything with a new version and it worked for me until I uninstalled like uh, the DLC. And then I was getting that issue too. But then I didn't have a version to go back to. Ah, So I had to actually, so I kind of had to rejigger. I actually had to re-download the map from the workshop in like a previous version somehow. I don't remember. It's been years since that, since this happened, I had to like mm-hmm. redownload the map and then, uh, make changes based on that. And it was a mess. And, and in the end, I decided that I would, once I released a map, I wouldn't try to remove DLC from the map again. Cause it was just a pain and it, it caused yeah. so many problems and it's so difficult to kind of keep track of all the little, all the assets and things that you're using unless you're like yeah. keeping a specific list as you're using it. And I'm like, I don't want to go through all that trouble. It's hard. And it's, I have a yeah, question. It's hard enough sometimes because like yeah. I get this question a lot. Like, uh, if I can release the maps that I have and I have done it twice and I did it in completely vanilla forms and mm-hmm. people were saying, well, but what about your road layout? And it's like, well, that's difficult, right? Because uh, in order for me to release the road layout fully the way that the map is when I'm done with it, I would have to do the road layout first, and I don't. Because that's sort of like, I almost want to say at that point where you're kind of missing the point of my whole building style, which is that I would never release a map with all the roads built on it in the first place because that's contradictory to the how I build on a timeline-based uh lore filled city in the first place but i could do like a starting map where it's like you know the way that it is when i start the city with just like a few roads and and whatnot would you suggest doing a map that has workshop content in it um my current philosophy on that is basically it's fine to use workshop stuff on a map uh, the only thing you want to keep in mind is the more stuff that you require to run your map, the less likely, I'm pretty sure, the less likely people are going to want to download it because oh, okay. there's just more stuff that they've got mm-hmm. to grab and keep track of. And maybe they've got their own collection of things that they're like, well, I want to make this city uh, with these assets and that kind of thing. And so if they have to add more and more, then they might get to some sort of limit. I know I personally have a limit of around 3,000-ish assets before my computer just won't load the game anymore. Okay. Um, and so some, I'm sure there are plenty of people who are dealing with a similar kind of thing, uh, even you know, people 
who love using workshop content. At yeah. some point, they're going to have their own limit that says, I really can't add anymore. Yeah. And especially to somebody new, newer to the game who maybe doesn't want to play with a whole lot of workshop content, just a little bit here and there, seeing a whole huge list of content and DLC and everything, that's going to be intimidating. That's going to be like, ah, I don't know if I want to go to all that trouble. That's the, that's, I mean, I, I wind up thinking that myself sometimes when I go and look at the maps. That yeah. are out there. I'm like, so I don't I, know if I want to go to all that trouble. I would just rather yeah. it be as simple as possible. And so that's kind of my philosophy when I go into making and releasing a map. I'm like, okay, let me pare things down okay. and put yeah. together a collection that's really basic. Like it's got maybe a couple of transport networks that I really want to work with when I'm making the map. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely some trees, foliage, that kind of thing. And maybe a couple other things to make the map look nice. But I'll try and keep that list to a minimum so that when I release the map, one, it's a lot easier for me to keep track of all the little, you know, all the details and the content that I'm, that I'm trying to include to make the map look good. But then it's also easier for anybody else just to pick it up and drop it in their game and play it. You're a thousand percent right because, mm -hmm. yeah, I wouldn't want to, I already have too many mods and assets. And if I have to add one more <laughs> mod or asset just to add an yeah. app, I'm like, I'm not going to do it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's like, how do you, because then, yeah. is there, how do you, oh, how, how can I say this? When you have 6,000 assets and you have 100 mods and you want to make a map that has like one or two assets in it, but doesn't necessarily need to have any mod to load it at all, um, how do you actually design that map? Like, are you unsubbing from everything and then subbing to the only things that you want in the map? Or are you loading the map editor with everything that you already have and then just only adding what you want in there? And if you are loading the map editor with everything, how do you do that? Because I've never been able to figure that out either. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't load the map editor with everything. Like I said, I, I have a 3, 000, about a 3,000 asset limit to launch a new city. I can't with even with that those three thousand assets load into the map editor. Okay. I uh, so I already if I've got a full asset list like that, I know I have to get rid of. So you're stuff. actually removing I, stuff. Uh, okay. I have to remove stuff from my game in order to just to get into the asset or to the map editor. Um, but what I'll tend to do is like when I'm when I'm going, and this is one of the reasons why it's kind of a pain to make a map, and I tend to procrastinate on it sometimes if I even if I have an idea. Um, is that when I, when I sit down and say, okay, I want to start this new map project, I've got this idea, I've got to go through all my assets and everything, and I get to say, okay, this is what I'm currently subscribed to right now, I need to keep track of that, I probably create some sort of private collection for myself to say, okay, this is the stuff I'm currently working with, and then I unsub from everything. And then I create a new collection for the new map that says, okay, I want the map to have these items in it specifically for, for making this map. And then I will create that new collection. I will sub to those things. And then I will operate based only off of that collection until the map is done. Then I should, if I've kept track of everything properly, have a collection that I can create and release for people that's a one-click collection of everything that's required by the map to make things simple. 
and then I can release the map and send it out there. And then I can go back and hopefully find my previous collection that had all my assets that I want to continue using and resub to everything. <laughs> it's a headache. I don't want to do, like do it. it. <laughs> I don't want to do an yeah. asset collection. I I don't I... like it. I think there are a lot of issues with the Steam Workshop for games like City oh, Skylines it's... with uh, no kidding. Uh, kind of trying to trying to collect all these things and, and keep track of everything. And it, yeah, there can are we, can we, can we huge talk about improvements that, that need to be made. That... Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I just went yeah, through it. I just went through that. The, I, the that's the one game. thing I think that I hate Twice. most Twice. about playing City Skylines yeah. is because I want to play modded. There are things that I want to do as a creator, as just a creative person mm -hmm. that I want to do. Like I want to make these cool cities and I want to put these details into them. Mm -hmm. And the default game does not have all that stuff. I want to use this other stuff. And so that's the way I'm going to play. But in order to do that, I have to do so much asset management that it really cuts into my time and desire to want to play the game. Sometimes. I have literally I think it's one spent, of the biggest hurdles to everybody. I've spent days in the past trying to like pare down and unsub. Like I, the last time I did an unsub all. Um, and just resubbed it from the ground up. Uh, it took me like three days of not playing the game, yep. just going through and figuring out what I want to add back to it um, in order to just even get back into... And then after that, you get in and you realize, oh, now uh, I have to redo all of my Rico settings because those are off and it's just a whole... Yeah. It's a whole ordeal. A whole I 100% agree. And it's a it, it, it's a pain. And I'll agree with you. Yeah, I've done that exact same thing. It's like, you know, that's going to take me a few days. And I'm talking, for me, it's literal, like, work days. Like, I could sit down <laughs> for eight hours a day for three days yes. going through all my workshop more than that. stuff. I've sat for like, more hours. Who has that kind of well, yeah, it's crazy. Like it's possible to do way more, to do even more. Like you, if you want to really curate your assets and your lists like that, and and make the gameplay experience exactly what you want with all the workshop content that you want, or that your game and computer can handle, then you got to spend an, a crazy amount of time doing it. And only people who treat this like their dedicated hobby have the time to do right. that like literally and, no other you know, hobby people who don't have full-time jobs and that too you know yeah. <laughs> yeah like it's exactly it's it's like a whole other hobby i know my my dad is a model railroader and he oh, spends like yes he spends his all, all like a whole bunch of his time that's his main hobby yeah that's what he does and he'll spend hours and hours a day tr doing track planning and oh, finding so stuff good. that he needs to build the layout and all this he'll spend hours and hours doing that because that's his hobby i fortunately that's and unfortunately way you have can... done that before and i yeah mm-hmm no, I... Yeah, that's the but that's the only way you can deal with City Skylines Workshop content and make the yeah. game like if you're going to play the game that way is you've got it. It's got to be your and it do hobby. it doesn't have to be that way. I get it. There might be some people out there going, well, maybe you shouldn't have three thousand assets, and maybe you should. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, well, yes and no, right? Like, sure, we're not. You don't have to play. You that don't. Way. And, that, and and that's fine. And, and like, to the person that's saying that, you don't have to play it that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Right. 
Well, like, but yeah, there has to be an easier don't way have to play it that way. But it's like to, to, right? exactly. to manage like, it. We're just talking about management. Yeah. Like we already know we're yeah, going to six, three thousand, ten thousand assets and a hundred mods. Give us a better way of managing it. That's all I'm asking yeah. for. Yeah. That's exactly it. It's just about management uh, of all of that content. And, and how do you do that? We're going to need another mod. Without this being like your <laughs> dedicated hobby that you've got time to devote. We need another mod. We, yep. need, we, need, we need another mod. Six more mods to manage the other hundred mods that we, yeah, that's what we need. Yep. Who are we going to get on that? Uh, Cuboid. Mod. Cuboid? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I wouldn't trust. Yeah, it's got to be Q. Q? It's got to be Q. Let's go. Okay, you got to make a mod <laughs> for all the mods. You gotta make a you gotta make a mod you gotta make a mod mod. <laughs> the mod for all yeah, the mod mod. Yep, the mod the mod mod. <laughs> to mod all the mods. Oh man, that would be Oh sure. Uh, all the confidence in the world. Q can do it. One hundred percent. Um also Tom, I found something interesting. Well, I, I know you don't do it. it's probably just done for the older maps, but I noticed this on was it Wild Wilderness? Let me take a look because I've got this pulled up. Yes, Wild um, Wilderness is was a um it's an uh, LUT, isn't it? An LUT. Yeah, yeah LUT. so you make LUTs as well, eh? I did. Or, uh, or did, yeah. Again, really, yeah. really early on, that was uh, what, huh. one of the things I did. In fact, um, what's the other one that I did? It was um, um, Clear something or other. Gosh darn it. Um, oh, clear I got bright. this pulled up. Yeah, Clear and Bright, yeah. Clear and Bright, yeah. Uh, that one's still really popular. I get a, a comment on it still these days um oh yeah i see I that made, oh that's I awesome that on my my folder here on my computer says i uh, that the last time it was modified was 2016 so um <laughs> so since then like even today like every couple of months i'll get a comment like hey this is still a great lut and i that's love using so it and it makes you good. And like that's awesome dude i'm glad wow yeah so i did I did some of that early on, you know, before you had any of the other visual mods out there, uh, because that was the only way to change how the game looked. Right. Uh, was changing those uh, LUTs. And that was pretty, that, that was kind of a fun process back in the day when you can do that. I'm so glad we have, uh, you know, real time in game ways of changing things now. Uh, how do mods. you but, make yeah. a LUT? Like, what, um, <laughs> what is it? Well, the LUT is actually just like, it's like a grid of colors, uh, just a, a small image file that's just a grid of different colors that tell the game how to interpret uh, what, uh, what to display, it's going to display. Oh. So it, it's basically a filter. And it says, okay, if this color yeah. matches up to, to somewhere on this grid of colors, then display this color this way. Oh. And that's it. So what I was doing with Clear and Bright and Wild Wilderness uh, was I would literally take a screenshot of the game. I would take that into Photoshop, and I would uh, also I would bring the uh, the default LUT file into Photoshop. I would then go through all the color corrections and changes that I would want to do to make that screenshot look the way I had intended it which would simultaneously change the LUT. And then I'd grab the LUT and I'd create that new LUT and put it up there. Can I just... And that's it. So it's basically just like some Photoshop filters changing some colors around. Yeah, okay. I yeah. just want to highlight something here. This is a comment <laughs> on Clear and Bright. This is oh boy. 
This is from Jeepbox70, and it was posted June 8th of this year, so only a yep. couple months ago. <laughs> yep. Um, this is one of the oldest LUTs on the workshop, but mm -hmm. it is still the reigning undisputed champion of most popular all-time LUT in the Steam Workshop, and for good reason. There is just something about this LUT that makes city building so much more enjoyable. Everything is nice and bright, the colors pop, and the city just feels like a fun place to be. There are no gloomy rainy days, and it feels like a nice day to go visit a park. I always have this LUT enabled along with the Daylight Classic mod by Bloody Penguin when building. I only switch um, things up a bit if I want to grab a screenshot of something or... Um, uh, to make the city look a little bit uh, drab uh, whenever uh, it calls for it in an old photograph. Then 99% of the time, I flip right back to good old clear and bright. Thumbs up. Happy face. Steam happy. Oh, gosh. It's getting a little uh, hot in my studio here. <laughs> little, uh, oh, got the... Yep. He's very considering <laughs> some of the considering some of the uh, comments that I normally see in the workshop. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. pretty. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. So no, I remember reading that one, and like, because I always try to check, you know, check up on on people's comments mm -hmm. on the workshop, mm -hmm. and uh, it's always nice to to see that kind of thing. And sometimes, you know, I just I don't even know how to respond to some some of the positivity. I'm just like. Wonderful. I'm so glad. Thank you. Uh, I'm glad I could do that for you. But, uh, um, but it's it's nice. It, I I'm so glad yeah. that people enjoy that you know, and maps and all of that. I don't think people understand how important a LUD is until they go and find yeah. one that's better than what they've been looking at, and then there's yep. like, mm -hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> that I think uh, I think clear and bright was my attempt at. I realized that cities didn't. It looked too cartoony. Yes, especially mm -hmm. when it first released. Yes. And this, and this was, um, you know, this was before they changed everything with uh, how are things were with uh, uh, the daylight change. So, so yes, it's got to be with daylight classic now. Um, but like, it looked too cartoony uh, on yep. original release and whatnot. And I was like, that's not what I want. I don't want these bright like. Um, uh, almost toy-like colors. I want things to look a bit more like an actual city. And yeah, I still want it to like pop and feel vibrant and lively, but I don't want it to be, I, I don't want it to be the cartoon that it looks like. I want it to be a little bit more real. And so that, that was kind of my attempt at that, at kind of toning down. Plus I think the, the color scheme of cities at the time, some of the general atmospherics made it like really yellow. Like gave almost mm -hmm. a yellowish yeah. cast, a really, okay. a really warm or yellowish cast to everything, and I was like, I want to get rid of some of that, right? You know, make it more clear and bright. So that's what I, <laughs> that's what I tried to do, and that's what I named it because you know sometimes you don't go into the depths of why things are the way they are they are to find your name. You're just like, this is what it is, clear and bright, done. And see, for me, I'm constantly looking for, still looking for, a more realistic look. So like. Something that's like mm -hmm. it's it's bright, but it's washed out a little bit. So mm -hmm. it's more of like the, I guess the bright sunlight that's coming in, that that blue light, but then also, um, a little bit of haze in the air. So it makes things look not very clear. You know, sometimes on a clear day in the fall and winter, when 
a front's just come through and it's just rained and it's all cleaned out the air and, it, and the sun is up and there's no clouds in the sky, it can look very clear and sharp. But it doesn't look like that every day. And even then, there's still a little bit of a haze in the sky. And so mm-hmm. sometimes when there are LUTs or settings or map themes that make things look a little bit too sharp, um, that takes away from the realism, in my opinion. So, uh, and then sometimes I've, I, so I've seen some people like they recognize that and they try to um, make things look more washed out, but then it, it, it looks like an old photograph, which mm-hmm. is not what realism looks like, at least yeah. from how I've seen it. Right. Like, yeah. and so I'm still, I'm still searching somebody. That's why I was asking, how do you make a LUT? Because I'm like, maybe I should just figure out how to make a LUT and make my own. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, it's with the LUT, it's pretty straightforward. And then the the only not straightforward thing is just like kind of putting that all together and putting it out on the workshop. Balancing it out. Um, mm. uh, but then, uh, but the I think there's one person out there in the community who's, in my opinion, absolutely nailing that realistic look. And that's not done yet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Not his recent screenshots, screenshots um, especially oh, like he has some stuff around of uh, his roundabout like recently that's at nighttime. But when you, especially when you, when I was looking at the daytime stuff that he's been putting out on Twitter and he's got it in your share your builds thing, uh, yeah. moves as well. Like yeah. his daytime stuff, I'm like, that's oh it. God. That's, that's yeah. real. That's exactly what I've the kind of yeah. thing I've been looking for. It's not like dull and drab and washed out. Like some people take that kind of look too far, mm-hmm. and then it's then you're then you're like, well, where's where are the colors anymore? The world, real world is actually filled with all kinds of bright, oh, vibrant God, yeah. colors. Like yeah. the, just the trees out in my backyard are just multiple mm-hmm. shades of green of bright greens yeah. and, and super vibrant. And so, like, I don't want to get rid of all that. Um, but I think not done yet has been absolutely nailing it with whatever he's doing to put together his, uh, the, the look of his game right now yeah. is, uh, is just like the sky is just perfect blue with this nice, you know, faded like haze towards the background. He's got good, uh, greens. Everything's nice and bright. Uh, but it's not, it's not that faded look either. And things aren't too like overly saturated or vibrant. Um, they're just, it it nails it for me. His, his stuff is nailing it for me as far as that realistic look goes. I will, um, I will say he did share with me a lot. And, um, I have to say, I agree. I think it's, I think it's very, um, it's, it's, it's very close. It's very close. I think I am probably a little bit, I'm either a little bit too picky or I don't actually know what I want looking for. One of the two is probably a little bit of both. But um, <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, it's like this, it's, it's so good. But then I just want to tweak this and maybe we can do this. And so, yeah, it's... yeah, yeah. There's always that I, yeah. temptation, especially, especially for me as a creative, as somebody who's, right. I just love doing creative things. I like, I'll find something that somebody else has done. I was like, oh, I love that. But let me just try and see if I can do this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. that just does not work. You're just and like, it, nope, I'm ruining it. It's just, I'm, I'm ruining, ruining it. it. What it's, am I doing? Nope, it's yeah. getting, okay, let me change. It's, it's getting worse. worse. Yeah. It's, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, which is funny. I seen uh, Not Done Yet come into your chat there, Joan, and just say, hey, can you show your uh, relight settings? 
Oh yeah, I know. Cause he yes, yeah. Because <laughs> so, you're using the LUT that he said. So what? So what happened was is. <laughs> So I'm using I'm using the LUT, but he he had it on European theme, and right, mine's right. on Boreal, and his was a little bit too more poppy. So what I did is I I I desaturated it a little bit more with Relight. Right. He gave me his Relight settings, and I tried those, and I was like, oh, that looks good, but look, I I like it a little. And I told him this, I was like, it was really good, and I like it. Actually, honestly, I'm using his Relight settings. I think I just adjusted. The temperature of the sky and the sun a little bit okay yeah. everything else is is about the same and i think i increased the contrast and so then yeah so then the as i was showing that and he's like like he's like can i see your relight settings i'm like yeah sure <laughs> there you go so and you know it's actually it's, it's funny too i've actually adjusted i've adjusted it a little bit even since then because i was doing some recording and i was like mm. I was like, I, oh, actually what ended up happening is I recorded some stuff in Portland and then I put it in Final Cut and I accidentally clicked on the contrast button, which added contrast. And I was like, wait a minute. And I took it off and I added back and I was like, that's better. So then I was like, well, let me do that in the game. Not in, not in Final Cut. So I went back to do some adjusting and hopefully it looks a little bit better. Yeah, now. yeah that's uh I got a good kick out of it. it cracks me up. <laughs> it's um yeah, it's almost it's almost like uh any any anytime I'm working on a uh, Scotland Tom map and I know Tom's in, in chat. Um You know what it is? Yeah, yeah, it's just times. it's just different <laughs> it's different shades and different tones of the same thing. Like Yeah. There are different parts of the year and different parts of the day that make real life look a little bit different. And I think what ends up happening is, um, at least in my brain, my brain fuses them all into this one thing and it's not. It's like they're, it's, they're all going to be different. They're all right and they're all accurate, but it's more of like, well, what are you going for right now kind of a thing. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. And then sort of like match it to that i have to remind myself that it's never going to be perfect because that's literally kind of the whole point i will say though tom um i didn't realize that not done yet uh was doing luts and i'm looking at their luts and every single one of these is amazing i needed to figure out yeah how i can get I them honestly looked them. at luts in forever same i'm i've been doing so much for like relight stuff or um or render it the, Ooh, and, okay. and just change it, changing it around that way that I just I've totally almost forgotten that LUTs exist. Yeah. <laughs> I've been using both. I've been using LUTs and Relight. I don't know if that's like, I mean, it would be nice if I could just apply a LUT and just be like, okay, that's fine. And I don't know. I just haven't found a LUT that I can do that with yet. Maybe one day. Well, I heard there's um there's a, a LUT on the workshop. I think it's called Clear and Bright. Might might. Uh... <laughs> Sounds oh, that might get you somewhere. That yeah. might. You're right. I guess, maybe. I do want it to be clear and bright. Yes. So I might probably let me go on ahead and subscribe. Yeah, I to may that or may one. not have hit the sub button as well myself here in the workshop. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, Remember, yeah. you need um, daylight classic for that too. So which I don't. Oh have. yeah, don't you worry. I get. Oh. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Some things to consider. But it uh, was you. made before before they changed the uh, the daylight with uh, yes. DLC that was. Yes. Which one was that? I can't remember the name of it. 
Uh, it was like the well, the first DLC is like they cha- uh, there's a reason it's called Daylight Classic. You not, have to go back to not the original Daylight. Settings. Dark Life. It's dark is in the name. Was it Nightlife? Not Nightlife. Wow, we've been playing this game for years and we don't know what the hell is. <laughs> I know we don't know what the, what, like, the <laughs> earliest DLC was back in the day. Not Nightlife. They had some sort of you know DLC thing. Is it Dark uh, Meat? That's uh, what you would call dark, it. Dark Meat, Light Meat. Um, what was the call of it? I don't know. Popeye's chicken. Anyways, back in eleven seventy-two. Still, that um, that almost sounded well, an older version. Yeah, that could be an older version of Tom S. Land, I believe. Oh yes, Tom S. Land. Yeah. 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 I was gonna say, did we just segue into a Ken Burns documentary? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. Well, speaking on Land, I'm a big fan of Tom S. Land. Yeah, Tom S. Land has become a um. It's become a massive character. It's yes. become a uh it's got a whole thing going on, eh? Um also, you know, I forgot to mention at the the start of this episode here, although I'm sure people figure this out now. Um, but for those that didn't know, uh Tom, mm-hmm. you are not actually in Scotland. Or uh from Scotland. You could be in Scotland. I don't All know right. where you are let's, right now. Nope. Um let's, let's I will not dox our guests on <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, fair. Radio. Fair. I will yeah, on national radio. <laughs> I will be completely upfront with everybody. I am not from Scotland. There it I've is. I've never been oh. to Scotland. I would oh. like to go to Scotland someday. <laughs> bum, that would bum, be great. Bum. But I'm not I'm no, I'm not Scot that was a the my my name Scotland Tom comes from a thing that had you know just some friends in high school talking mm, okay it was about the it was about the time of if i'm gonna date myself braveheart was a movie at the, at the time oh beautiful was, okay you yeah. know popular and, and yes. that kind of thing and so like we were i was having a conversation with some friends and one of them said hey you could be scotland tom and i was like yeah i guess i could be it's got and, a nice ring uh, to it you know it's got a and i just kind of <laughs> kept with it and started you know? using it online and <laughs> That that's it. I'm not. I wasn't thinking I would do anything with the name, or like, it, or that it would become a recognizable name in any you know community at all. Uh, so now I'm. But I was like, oh well, I've been doing stuff under this name for ages. I I, I unless I just want to completely change everything that I do and like my entire name and start from scratch. If I want any kind of recognizability with what I do, then I got to stick with it. And so yeah. here I am with Scotland Tom. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll never uh, forget the day I found that out. It's uh, yeah. I think I've recovered voice- now. But okay, good, good. <laughs> good. But do, doing voiceover work, like like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Can, I can try a, a Scottish Scottish accent for you. You know, like I practiced <laughs> it a bit. It's not, it's not, it's it's something I can do. You know, I don't know how good it is. I've never had anybody critique me or anything like that. But like, I can kind of kind of do it, maybe a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah, that's... you know, if I can satisfy that little bit of your uh, your curiosity or, or, or interest yeah, yeah. or whatever, just being but that's like, no, the, I was um... really looking for somebody Scottish, and now you, you just disappointed me. No, yeah. there you go. Now there, I've done it. Yeah, Aye. so it's there. Official. Hopefully, hopefully that makes people happier. Maybe <laughs> unless unless some you know people oh, know from actual you know Scotland are like, boy, that was awful. You could have that was literally... terrible. You could have literally done this entire podcast <laughs> in that accent, <laughs> and just and, I mean, and people would, they wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known. Yeah, exactly. Well, I appreciate that vote of confidence. That's for yeah. sure. 
Yeah. That's one of the, when, when I do voiceover work, if I'm trying to hit a, hit an accent, I'm always like, okay, could, could I pot the ideal would be, could I possibly fool a person right. with this native accent mm-hmm, into right. thinking that I, that I, that I would have it, but you know, it, that would be the ideal. So if I could do that, awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it was yeah, either way. It, it was pretty good. It was pretty yep. good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, that's one of my favorite things to do that's why i did the i've done the voice stuff for uh for moose's channel i just like yeah exactly something something i would just like get inspired by it just be like oh yeah because i think the first thing i did for you moose was the the thing that uh lauren yeah uh, exactly lauren posted yeah like and i immediately recognized that i was like that's that's a newscast that's what that is that's like a newscast announcer guy like, I'm going to record that. I'm going to record that right now. <laughs> and so I jumped onto my recording software. I did it, and I, I like, cleaned it up and put it out there. I, I found some, like, free music, and I was just like, hey, I did this thing. So good. <laughs> and That's I, amazing. So in, in chat that day, I was like, like, it was, I think, within a half hour I had it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. The turnaround time on that was insane. That was so, that was, oh, my God. Yeah, that I is was amazing. just so motivated. To, I was just so motivated to do it. I was just like, this is cool, and it's From... funny, and I'm just going to do it. <laughs> from a comment in chat all the way to a fully fleshed out you know yeah. recording or during stream like we're still yeah. live this has been commented <laughs> and here it is and we're premiering this now live on stream incredible it was so good it was yeah. so so good and i think too yeah it's a good segue into to your outside of map creation what you do um you know as as, as the day job as they'd say because yeah. not a lot of people like they know they, they hear it and they're like that oh, this sounds amazing um, and people are like, whoa, that's Scotland, Tom. You know, when I mentioned it to, to those that, that didn't know, um, yeah, people get really excited being like, oh, that's Tom. That sounds amazing. But people don't know that the reason it sounds so incredible, um, especially the most recent one with all the added sound effects in the background. Oh, my God, is it incredible? Oh, I know it's yeah. a lot of people's favorite, but I am, I yeah, feel free to, to um, yeah, dive into or, or I guess shed light on um, maybe – Maybe why those sound so amazing? Maybe it's because of your day job, you know. Uh, maybe uh. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, for for anybody who doesn't know, I do uh, uh, voiceover work and narration mm-hmm. as just my regular job. That's my uh, career. Uh, I'm not ready to fully dox myself and tell you what yes, projects yes, yes, I've yes. worked on yet. <laughs> yes. uh, but I do, I've done a lot of audiobook narration, uh, just a ton of it. I'm pretty oh, sure I'm over so... 200 books at this point that I've done. Um, and uh, I, I love doing character work. Like in my past, in the past, I've done, um, I, I've been in front of the camera. I've done stage work. Uh, I've, I've, you know, I've performed for probably a solid 20 years now in one form or another. And so, which is, seems kind of weird with, you know, social anxiety and introvertedness <laughs> and all of that. But, you know, here we are. Um and uh you know it's it's something that i really enjoy doing i love working with uh my voice i love um just creating characters if i you know whenever i can uh and so when i have when i especially when i get excited about an opportunity like that i'm just like yeah yeah let's do that and so um after i think the uh lauren was the first person that said tom ass land that was in that like newscast thing and i was like yeah that that's a character tom s land his name could be thomas s land and so i've run with that and so i think with for my seventh month like 
uh, a subscription anniversary in your chat, Moose. I like typed up a little thing yeah. that was like about seven months in the wilderness or something like that. <laughs> so and that's how I came up with the, uh, oh, Tom S. Land could do an audio recording of himself in the wilderness. Oh, yes. God, brilliant. And so I created the character of Tom S. Land, mm -hmm. like kind of fleshed him out a little bit. And now that now that's a whole other side project that I wish I had more time to work on. Um, like, but that, like, that's, that's a whole thing. I got a whole like story working up for him and everything, which is, which I'm excited about, but, uh, that's incredible. yeah, I love doing that. I love doing that kind of, that character voiceover work stuff. I love, I, I really enjoy just creating characters and, and helping those, them come to life with my voice. I'd love to do more like, uh, you know, video game or animation work or anything like that, which I'm, mm -hmm. you know, working on. That's kind of my, my current focus right now. I haven't had. Uh, a lot of time to play cities at the moment or you know basically do anything like that just because i'm like i gotta focus on some other stuff right now but right right and so but that's like career you know that's that's my career that's what i do i love working with my voice and that's a lot of fun wait a minute city skylines yes. isn't your career uh, <laughs> no no although you know if i did the whole streaming thing i could you know because I've got plans for that too but you know i life. heard <laughs> i heard yeah. Is yeah, this I've got like the official like announcement. Setup. Well, like I can't <laughs> announce anything because I can't like give you any kind of time frame. Like I said, I'm like this is whenever it happens. Life is based yeah. on how life is right now. I I got to focus on other stuff. There's so much stuff that I want to do uh, from city skylines and streaming and yeah. uh, you know potentially making more maps. And there's just not enough time. Voiceover work and there's other things that I want to do in life as well. Like uh, yeah, yeah, there isn't. There's not enough time, and time's like the most valuable resource we have because we can't get more of it. Yep. So. I got to pick and choose. And right now I got these other priorities, but I'll tell you, I am, I, I can say that I am raring to go on getting like a, a Twitch channel going and starting up that with that kind of thing and doing city skylines content and uh, probably other stuff. I just, you know, listen. I, I can't give anybody any kind of time at right now on that. It, That's just like when it when it happens, it's gonna happen. Depending on what you want to do with streaming, um, it takes up a lot of time. Oh my god! Oh so yes, much. a like, lot. I've already, I've already put up. Oh gosh, hours and hours and hours and hours of work trying to set up what I wanted to have for stream and putting together audio clips and. Uh, you know, and you hadn't even hit the go live everything. button. See? I have like I've actually gone live a couple of times. Oh, I've okay. I've I've well, actually streamed a couple of times. <laughs> I think I've I've streamed about six times. Barely anybody stopped by because I didn't really announce it. It was just like a couple of random things here and there. I think I streamed. Uh, oh, that makes uh, sense. Transport Transport Fever Two at one point. I streamed uh, Satisfactory. Uh, at another point, like I've done a couple of things, just kind of testing the waters, just seeing how it feels. Right. But, but like, as far as like really setting up, like, okay, this is how I want my stream to look. This is how I want it to sound. This is the kind of stuff I want set up for people to do. Uh, like, that's, oh. I've spent a long time on that. And Wait a I'm minute. Like, I just realized yeah. something. I think I know this because I'm following you. <laughs> yeah. Yep, you're following me. Well, when you said transport fever, I was like, 
I feel like I've seen that before. I think I may have seen you do play. I think I did you see play that once. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. That was like the first thing I did. And I don't think I said a darn wow. thing during the stream. I was just like, okay, does this work? I don't think I said anything either. I think I may have yeah. just saw it happen. Cause that sounds so freaking familiar. Um, yeah. But I, uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, I'm interested in doing it. I want to like get into the whole stream content creation thing. I know exactly how much work it takes. It takes a ton. I've been in creative spaces. I've helped put on shows and do all kinds of stuff, well, you know, again, for, uh, for decades. And like, I know how much work can, can go into De it. And I'm depending like, on what you want to do. Right. Cause like there are people out there yes. who are like, I don't put any work into it. And, you know, and you know, it, to each their yeah. own. Uh, yeah, some people can just be like, oh, I'll just hit go live right now and whatever happens, happens. Right, exactly. I'm not that kind of person because, yeah. you know, I got to make sure that I'm prepared and I got all the things ready to go. And I like, I, as, as you might be able to tell from some of the things that I put out, I have a kind of focus on quality. So, yeah. so I'm like, yeah, I want to so. <laughs> make it good. I, wanna, I want it to be something that I'd be willing to watch. And uh, it, it, it takes time, effort to make sure that I'm comfortable and ready yeah. and in a position that I can put that together. And um, I want to be able to do it, but I just, I, I wish I could give, I, w I would love to actually, I, I had a map project that I wanted to do. Uh, I wanted to start it this month uh, and start streaming this month if possible. Uh, and start that and then be able to talk about that on this podcast. I wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, you know, life happens and I'm yep. like, I got stuff to do and I yep. just can't focus on it. Uh, but it's still, it's there. It's a thing that I want to do. And uh, so, mm -hmm. yeah, if I, I guess if you want to follow me on Twitch, at some point I might, you know, pop up there and be like, hey, here That's I am. Cool. We're going to make some maps or we're going to play this game or that game or do some yeah. fun stuff. Twitch.tv slash Scotland other, Tom. Just yeah, like it says. Yeah. Let's go. Just that. like it spells. That's, that's if you know English, a thing. you know how to write it down. Go and click on that that's bottle. Right. Twitch TV Scotland Tom. That's right. I think I think that'd be super cool. I think a lot of people would. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. I, I feel like people's almost opinions or the way that they view maps could alter. Um, from watching a, a stream of somebody, you know, focusing on map making and just sort of sharing what goes through the mind of a creator that's making a map while they're making it. Like, I, I feel like that could have a huge, huge people impact are, on people. Um, are interested. On people. Whenever I yeah, do oh, yeah. Yeah. a stream that says I'm making a map, it's usually very, oh, very, yeah, very heavily watched. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. It's, no, they are. They're very, you know, speaking as speaking a mod for Jonah, those are the, uh, those are quite popular streams. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'd like to do. I'd like to. That's at least that's one of the focus subjects that I'd like to focus on is just yeah. map making. Just be like, oh, this is so how I make a map. Here's how. Here's my process. Like what I'm thinking about, and we'll go through it. And uh, it'll take a long time. Like there's mm -hmm. hours and hours worth of content there. Uh, just yeah. to, and it's probably I have no idea if I'm going to be able to make it entertaining, but I can certainly pass along my knowledge of map making in that way. i also love um, how your background on your twitch page is a map it's an old map yes is there is. any it's is there a map anything that i made that? okay there yeah. you go um wow. when i was um okay uh when oh, gosh how long ago was that that was um when did i make that that was it was years ago i was in um you made that wow yeah i was in a See? heavy world i thought that was a real map. <laughs> 
Yeah. I was wow. super into like getting into like uh, tabletop role playing games, like D&D and things like that, as well as my own kind of writing and world building stuff. And I was super into it. And I was like, I want to make maps for these worlds. Right. It, it's like that's how, as I, I mentioned before, like how civilizations are built, how societies operate is largely based on geography. You know, where these places are located, what resources people decide to build around or and build their structures out of, um, you know, it all it all is based on geography and geography puts people where they are and they put, you know, one government next to another government. And and the interactions are all based in large part because of how the world is uh, organized geographically. And so I wanted to be able to do that. I, and so I started making maps. And so that was what the background that I use on Twitch and I think in some other places I've used it um, is exactly that. It was a kind of world map that I envisioned uh, of a world that I wanted to build at the time. That's, and that's I beautiful. Created all, I created it. And it, it's just such a fun process. I, I really, I've learned a lot about, you know, why why the world is shaped the way it is, why mountains so grow. Sick. And it's it, like, it's fascinating and so yeah. interesting. And, and it's just a, a whole other rabbit hole to go down when you're, uh, it, as far as, you know, uh, myself and my own creativity, I just love going down those rabbit holes and, and finding out new things and how they work and put that into the map. And then that, that skill set kind of translated over into city skylines. And so I started making, maps for skylines and that's just how it goes but yeah that's that's where that map came from it was a map i made i think i think it was all in photoshop uh i want to say that was a good 10 years ago yeah it's incredible it looks like that's so sick well i am excited to see uh whatever it is that you decide to do on your channel um mm -hmm. i will definitely be there whenever i can so yeah thank you for at least telling us about it and giving us a, I'm excited for it a little urban I've theories got, exclusive yeah <laughs> I'm excited for it whenever it happens I've already recorded like custom audio and things for it that I'm really excited about I've got some like fake commercials that I made that I'm probably going to put on there that are okay. just goofy and All absurd right, now, now you're just doing I am much. ready to go I am ready to go <laughs> with this stuff but you know life yeah it oh, just happens it does just make it a part of life just do it go live now okay right now okay all right right now i will uh add, all right everybody uh, listen head over to scotland I'll, tom right now uh, i'll add 12 hours on to my day right now i'll just cram it all in and i'll get yeah, it done yeah, you know it's, sometimes you just gotta it's sunday things in. what are you doing yep. on a sunday oh. this <laughs> right here this is yeah, true this, this is my sunday this yep. is actually true Yep, I went grocery shopping and this. Uh, yeah. But you know, that's that's how introverts work, right? It's like, okay, no, I got the one thing, got the one 100%. thing I got to do today. And that that's it. I can't <laughs> I can't handle anything else. Yeah. Literally. People are like, "How's how have you been? Oh, I've been so busy, man. Just like all the stuff I got to do when it's really just one thing every day." Actually, yep. no. I I, I did that podcast for a couple of hours and then boop, done. Okay, <laughs> that's my day. Actually, that's how it used to be for me, but now I'm like genuinely actually busy because like today I've got to edit this podcast and also a YouTube video. Yay, go me. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
like you, Moose, you have a day as well. Aren't you going live with your 24 hours early later later today? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Probably oh, yeah. kick that off shortly here. And um, yeah, yeah, 100%. You can find that actually um, at twitch.tv slash the Joan. Um, Wait, what? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitch.tv slash the Jonah 24 no. hour stream. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, okay, let me type that in. Because okay. you're. <laughs> okay. Let's see how this is going to be. I've already mentioned this, but no, probably not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I may do. I do it. What? Okay. No, I believe in you. You know, I. I, I, I already I have enough. It. The only way that I can stay up late like that is if I'm standing upright drunk in a club and even then well, there's I'll a point when i go okay i gotta go home <laughs> watch that stream yeah, that's fair <laughs> i certainly can't do that these days 24-hour stream and i'm like no good gracious yep. how does anybody do that that's gotta be the uh that's gonna be the first stream back though you know the first um the scotland tom stream you know oh that's right yep 12 hour mm-hmm. stream or sorry 24 yep. hour stream <laughs> it's all whitestone Cove. that's mm-hmm. how we start I'm with yeah. you. I don't. I don't know how every detail. I don't know how anyone does that. Moose, how how do people do 24 hour streams? Uh, oh. caffeine. Yeah, lots of caffeine. Mm. Bring. A, I learned this though. Bring a friend. Bring a friend, or you know, do it with a friend. Uh, AKA when I did it with Toadie. My God, it made it. Sorry, it's kind of actually interesting. Is this you yes. announcing our 24 hour stream that we're doing together? I'll do it with a friend. Next I'll month, do it with a friend. <laughs> I will do it with a friend. Um. It is a lot of fun when you have somebody there that's like going through it with you. It, it somehow makes it. I don't want to say it's easier because they 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 suck. <laughs> to to be blunt, they they do suck. But okay, like in you know you're just exhausted. But here's what I yeah. would do. I would be a part of a 24 hour stream if I was doing a chunk of it. So like I did 12 hours. Okay. And then someone else did 12 right, hours yeah. or I did six yeah, yeah. and then someone else did six and then someone else did six and six hmm. like that. Like I would do that. And it then like do like a off and rotation you, kind you, of a thing. Exactly. Yeah. You pass it off to someone else. And mm. at the end of the 24 hours, you know, so it's been through. what, what you're saying then is me, you and uh, Tom are doing a uh, co 24 hour stream. Um, I, I, I assume that's what you're saying. Yeah. Or but then that's eight hours each. Well, uh, Jonah, isn't eight hours like a typical Saturday for you, Jonah? No. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. It's got to be yeah. noted. I, 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 I got to have somebody to interact with. I can't just do 12, <laughs> like eight hours by myself. Are you crazy? That too. I mean, you know, once I get to about five, six hours, bad. I start running out of oh, gas. Yeah. Eight hour ones aren't too bad. Like yesterday. Kind of That's what happened. Like for me, like I was in my. I was surprised you were off when I got back. I was surprised. I expect you to still be going. I think I went so. for like five, four and a half, five hours yesterday. But like, mm-hmm. once I get to that point, it's just, I can still play the game, but I'm not, I mean, I'm already barely interesting as it is. So then it's like, <laughs> so you are. Oh no, I went, oh, I went four hours and 40 minutes. Okay. Well, there you go. See? Yeah, there we go. So that's why I was surprised. I expected to, you know, got to get that six banger. You know? Yeah. Some, sometimes on Saturdays I do go to like five hours. You know, yeah. because yeah. it's 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 in the middle of the day, and I usually don't have anything right after stream. Um, or if I do, it's like further in the evening. And if I uh do have something right after stream, then you know I just cut it short, or I don't have the stream at all. Uh, but yeah, it's it's easier to go longer on Saturday. If I was right. streaming during the day, like you, 
you stream during the day, so, you know, 12 to 5, 6, 7 o'clock, that just sort of, like, goes by. And yeah, it's, it's you don't easy. Notice sure. it well, because it's, yeah, exactly. It's like I've I already gotta, had breakfast, and then it's, you pretty much just go until dinner. I don't really care for, like, I don't get too hungry, you know? Also, so I, um, re- realizing that I got to do more work offline as opposed to on stream that's sort mm-hmm. of the reason why too that i don't stream as much and as long as i used to okay i've all right yeah i realized that i gotta take I, some of that time that i that i have online and switch it to offline work okay i'm just astonished that you guys can do it as often as you do especially you moose <laughs> doing it like every weekday yeah yeah like how how do you have that it's, much uh... energy <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't have it's... that energy. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> yeah. I really don't. I mean, caffeine, at the end of the day, yeah, sure, caffeine does help. But uh, I don't know. It's just cool to, to – well, I've mentioned that before. It's, it's, um, and I know we've, we've talked about this too in, in DMs time as well. But it's kind of like when you find a group of people that share a similar passion, especially for a niche game. And even then, it's just niche in general. You don't really like – you know, speaking from when I was working retail jobs or, or when any, any of my past jobs, um, I didn't have somebody to talk to about back then. I wasn't playing City Skylines, but um, about like urban planning. I was always passionate about it. Uh, right. You know, urban planning, what makes cities tick? What's the history? Why does this one road randomly angle in this weird direction? Why? Why? Why is that the case? Right. I didn't mm-hmm. have anybody to talk to about that because it's just not urban planning in general is still it's a kind of niche subject you know it's not maybe a a, a dinner table subject right yeah and, not everybody's um, going to be interested in it. exactly exactly and then when you find a group <laughs> of people like a whole community um that's passionate about those ideas passionate about the game um i gotta say it really i guess it's the motivation that energizes me every single day but just hanging out with a bunch of people that are all passionate about this one thing that's that's niche um yeah that gives me enough energy to do it i would do it every single day if i could you know <laughs> so that's uh, one of the things that i love about this uh, community as a whole mm-hmm. like the city skylines community like i've i've got friends you know i've got people that i've known throughout my life that i can talk about uh talk with uh, about a lot of things with but one area in my life that i've just never been able Mm. to really connect with other people mm. with say it's like say it. city yep. building yes <laughs> city skyline yes. simulator and, and that kind of gaming why is like, that i don't have anybody yes. to talk about yes. that with. it's 100 it's a decent subject but it's the subject that applies to literally everyone in the entire yes, globe but does. no one Every. wants to talk about it it does it's such a valuable subject <laughs> oh, an important so topic so and good. i can't talk about it with mm-hmm. anybody nobody's mm-hmm. interested except maybe my dad sometimes um but then uh uh but then i I get to be part of this community now and kind of, you know, finding your guys' streams and connecting with other map makers and uh, workshop creators. And it's been fantastic because suddenly I've got people that know what's going on, that, that understand like this community and this topic, and I can relate to them on this level in, in, in a way that I haven't been able to relate to like anybody else before which is it, it's just awesome it's so great and the city skylines community in particular is so welcoming and so oh, open for to sure. creativity and different ideas for the for the most part it's just 
a really wonderful, uh, friendly, uh, welcoming community, and I am well, thrilled to be a part of it. Except for maybe that one person that commented on my YouTube. Oh, that video. comment. Yeah. There's always gonna be somebody. Yeah. You know, there's you always sub- gonna be that guy. You suburbia, it killed me. That was a uh, what a comment. That's what I said. For the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Space guys as a whole mm-hmm. is really wonderful. <laughs> oh man, and it I'm is. Yeah, I, be part of it. Yeah. You know, I you're stand right. by you're it. right. It's, it's the best community out there. I stand by it. A hundred percent. It's there's always gonna be someone, no matter how good the community is, <laughs> and you gotta focus on the general, which yeah. is generally speaking pretty great. Yeah, it really is. I love that you guys put me on, you know, after uh after Yumble and two dollars twenty, you know, the you know, no, just, no pressure, you know, yeah. Okay. No big not big name not big names or anything, just you know. Just, you know no, I guys. <laughs> no, I just think it's. I think it's. Well, first of all, thank you so much for making the, the 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 time out of your schedule and um, yes, to, to to be able to sit down with us. We we really really appreciate that. Sure. I just think Super from every conversation I've had with you, like uh, you know, from the first time I played Whitestone Cove to talking about rivers with you, I just I see the value in it. I see the value in um yeah just just hearing from people who make the maps because i'm just some guy that goes on the workshop and you know hits sub to it i don't i don't think twice about it. i'm like this map looks good cool sub let's play the game see if this works for me right yep and there's so much value in really looking at like what what went into a map how how are they created and i feel like a lot of people can um yeah can 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 sort of have a new perspective on how they look at maps their own maps if they're making their own um or just any map from the workshop you know so oh certainly i think it's i think it's really 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 and i'm happy to share that with people because you Mm -hmm. know there there are some artistic communities out there and creative communities where 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 people just want to keep all those details to themselves like oh that's my secret and if i let that go then you know i don't have anything that's unique to me no (laughs) it's not how art and creativity work (laughs) we share our techniques and our th- and we build upon each other's work and we 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 form uh, community yeah. and and friendships and whatnot around that kind of thing. 100%. That's how it should be. And so I am happy to share any kind of creative, you know, tips, anything yeah. that's gonna help people make more cool, awesome maps. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Our last previous guest uses one of your maps. I just thought that was kinda that wasn't planned or anything, and it just kinda happened. I thought that was kinda I, don't know, I thought that was cool to to have like he had played one an incredibly popular series. People often ask uh, two dollars to bring that series back. Um, used a Scotland Tom map, and then you know, click most subscribed. You're going to see Tom's name all over it. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jonah, you have any uh, anything else? Uh, just echoing what you said. Uh, thank you, okay, Tom, yeah. for being here. I yeah. think that um, yeah, it's it's not about big names. It's not about small names. It's about uh, highlighting and respecting everyone that's contributing to the community. Because just like we said, you know, when you just go in and you just sub to a an asset, it's it's sort of like oh, it's just a thing that you mm-hmm. need and. 
it's it's nice to put voices and faces to things and it makes them a little bit more human and shows that like there's actually people behind these things and so yeah. you know when you're going into the the comments of workshop items and as i was kind of alluding to before and people are just always one and one and one and get 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 and can you do this and what about this can you change this can you take the dl the dlc uh, content out of this yep. map and it's yep. like feedback is great but let's also remember to uh highlight and praise people when they deserve it so tank thank you for being here well i'm through yeah. i'm just thrilled to be part of a community of creators and you're right all of them need to be recognized and there's so mm -hmm. many people that put so much time and effort into their creations on the workshop or putting out youtube or twitch content and they all bring value to the community and they're all putting so much work and effort into it and it's so awesome to to kind of hear their perspective yeah. from it and recognize that yeah there are individuals who just give of their time their abilities their energy uh so that our community as a whole can be better yes and yep. it's fantastic yes. to shine a light on them and to give them vo uh, a voice if they don't really have one and mm -hmm. uh, i'm i'm just glad to be a part of it so thank you guys for having me on oh, for sure for sure yeah. so biffa when DM us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta hear from Biffa. Yeah.